This this is the Impressions Exchange Podcast. Impressions Exchange Podcast. Where all topics impacting the graphic imaging and printing industry are addressed via in-depth news coverage, analysis, and timely interviews. Hi, I'm Denise Gustafson, Editorial Director for Printing United Alliance and the guest host for this special Printing Impressions podcast series in celebration of Women's History Month, highlighting the women in the printing industry. During this series, I'll have the opportunity to talk with women from all segments of the industry about their experiences and their journey as a woman in the printing industry. So today, it's my pleasure to welcome Savannah Scarpulo. She's an account executive with Hatteras, based down in Tinton Falls, New Jersey. So welcome, Savannah. Thanks, Denise. I'm so happy to be here. So um, just to get us started, can you tell me a little bit about what you do? I mean, you're an account executive. So what kind of work do you do for Hatteras? Sure. I am an account executive. It could technically be considered a glorified term for sales rep, but I sell. So I'm in sales. I We are commercial print company. Marketing communications is kind of our focus. So, I mean, you name it, we do it. To be honest, sometimes it's hard to pinpoint exactly what we do from direct mail to secondary packaging to influencer kits. We kind of cover a broad range of different marketing communications. You walk into a Calvin Klein in North America, the graphics up on the wall are from Hatteras. Peter Thomas Roth, we just did influencer kits. You're on social media, you see some of those products, it's coming out of our shop as well. So a wide range of things to say the very least. Oh, awesome. So how long have you been with Hatteras? It'll be two years in April. Okay, so you're still kind of a newbie. Very much so. I consider myself a rookie through and through. There's (laughs) much to know about prints. So yeah, certainly. So I'm guessing you did not decide from a young age, I'm going to be in print. You would be correct. (laughs) So how did you get started in print? How did you end up at Hatteras? Honestly, I was just looking for a career change. I was selling pharmaceuticals. I was out of college looking to get into pharmaceutical sales. The bigger companies, the bigger manufacturers aren't necessarily hiring people out of college with little sales experience. So I got into telesales. It was essentially a call center, but I learned how to sell there was looking for a change of scenery, a change of pace, and I stumbled upon Hatteras. I honestly love loved the interview experience and the people that I met and figured, honestly, it was a perfect fit. I had no idea what I was getting into, but I loved <laughs> it. <laughs> so what made the interview experience so interesting to you? It was really just more so the people I was interacting with. Bill Dewar, our president, he's amazing. Morgan Sprangle. She's equally as amazing. And I just saw myself fitting in. I figured I could figure it out. I had Mm -hmm. taught myself to sell once before in the pharmaceutical industry. I figured I'd be okay getting into this and it's worked out so far so good. So now obviously, you know, you weren't planning on being in print. So what originally, what was your original career path? Did you just want to, you wanted to sell? Did you want to go specifically into pharmaceutical sales or was it something else? No, as like a young kid, I wanted to be a rocket. I wanted to perform. I wanted to be on stage. I was a little too short to be a rocket. I went to for social work. I figured I was going to be a social worker. Kind of when I loved my so I loved my social work courses. I loved the degree I have, but financially, it wasn't going to get me where I wanted to end up. So Mm -hmm. those social skills, those people skills, and I 
applied them into a sales career and it's it's worked out and I love it. I like building relationships. So this is where I've ended up so far. Awesome. Of course, like I can't stop now thinking about you being as a raquette because that would be awesome too. I, I mean, I wish I'm just, I'm like four inches too short. It's really not an option no matter how you slice it. That's so just dis- so disappointing that, you know, four inches can be the, be- you know, it could crush your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> a simple four inches, but it got me here. So, Hey, I don't know. I'm happy. I'll take that- it. That's great. So, I mean, as you're moving through the company, you've been with uh, Hatteras for two years, as you said, what has been like some of the biggest influences or people that have influenced your career? You know, what have you learned from them? You know, what have you valued as you're moving through, you know, the start of your career? Sure. I mean, Prince specifically, the people that I've already mentioned, Bill Dewar and Morgan Springville, they've really taken me under their wing. Again, I've had no set sorry, no sales experience that I've had, no print experience. So there's just so much to it. They've been extremely supportive and they've gotten me to a place where I'm really starting to build that confidence in myself and without their support and their training and handholding along the way, I don't know if I would have survived to this point. So it's, I really give a lot of kudos to them. Has there been anybody else that's really influenced you to kind of keep going when things got difficult for you? I was raised by a single mom, so I I can't help but mention her as well. I mean, that's where all my motivation comes from. I'm I'm an extremely hard worker and it's all come from the influence she set for me and what I've seen her do. So I'm an extremely independent woman and I got to give that all to my mom, honestly which is fantastic. It's, you know, to see, you know, to watch your mom, you know, do what she had to do to, to bring you up, you know, to, to raise family job, have all that stuff, you know, it's, you know, it's great that you value that and you really see the, the influence that it's brought to you as you're, as you've grown up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had great women role models throughout. My grandma was a really strong personality. She was an extremely strong woman. Her husband died. She had five kids. She raised them on her own. So that was, it's a trickle down. My mom is strong because of her mom and vice versa. So that's fantastic. And that's going to help you be successful as you move on. And eventually you have kids, you can pass that along to them as well, which is really a great family heritage too. Yeah. I pray. I pray to have a daughter of my own someday. We'll see what happens. So So now that's the question, you know, as a woman in a working woman, it's hard sometimes, you know, you talk about possibly having a, a, you know, a family, a daughter. Do you feel that you have to choose between a career or starting a family? I know that's kind of tough. You're early on, you're young, but is that something that's of a concern for you? Absolutely. Um, I mean, of course, I'm building Essentially, I'm building a book of business, if you will. I'm building these relationships. And in the future, I genuinely would love to have a family, God willing, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the balance of it all. How do you, how can one possibly manage continuing the trajectory of their career while also putting 100% into their family? Again, I don't know, but yeah, it's extremely frightening to think about, but again, when the time comes, I, I plan to put it all into, give it, give it my all, if you will, and see mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah, it's extremely scary, honestly. 
Do you think that it's gotten better? I mean, obviously there's other women within the company. You've already mentioned Morgan as one of your role models too within the company. How has having women in positions long-term, you know, in the company helped you, you know, when you're looking at what you want to do, you know, about balancing that work life, you know, work and life and family and career? It happens all around me. Honestly, every day we have, I think, three customer service ladies, women coming back from maternity leave within the next few weeks. My one of the ladies that I just started, actually, I started with her back in April 2021. She's pregnant currently. So, I mean, it's just something we're going to experience all together. It's to be honest, we have a younger female sales crew, if you will. So it I don't think it's actually, we haven't necessarily experienced it at Hatteras yet, mm-hmm. where sales rep has gone out on a maternity leave and continued to be successful throughout. So, I mean, I'm I'm a girl's girl. I will support her in every which way I can, just to be sure that she feels like she can give it her all at home while still being supported at work and she can have it all. I don't know. I would like to lend a hand in whatever way I can, hoping that when the time comes, it's returned. I mean, they say it takes a village and I'm part of that village, honestly. It does take a village. And that's awesome, you know, to to think that way. Look, you know, you're going to help, you're going to give now, you know, part of it is just because it's the right thing to do. Absolutely. But then when you're in that situation, you hope that that's also returned to you, you know, tenfold over as well. Exactly. And that's by no means my thought process in Mm -hmm. doing it for my counterpart right now. But yeah, I mean, we have to be there, especially us women, we have yep. to stay here. So I'm all I'm all about it, in all honesty. Now, unfortunately, women have had sometimes they get some bad stereotypes, because you always hear, oh, well, she's the working mom, she works the mom hours, or, you know, some women that are very assertive or strong, they can be referred to in some probably not so nice words. How do you approach stereotypes like that? I mean, I think it's super important to be cognizant of them and, of course, just self-aware in general. Um, But I think it's just keeping your head down, working hard, proving that there is a way to, like, abolish the stereotypes just by your energy, your attitude. If they're always going to exist honestly, but I like to conduct myself in a way that I'm hoping I'm swaying the the scale a little bit differently. They're just always going to be there, though. I hope to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. I know with some women, they also say, you know, it just, you know, they kind of just rolls off their back. You know, whatever. They can let them think what they think, but I know my worth. Absolutely. I mean, it's the most, it's exactly, you have to know your worth and just let that lead the way. Mm-hmm. there's always going to be people to pitch you down no matter no matter who it is who you are which is sad why can't we all just get along <laughs> be kind just be kind yeah but I mean I put out there what I wish to get back so you mm-hmm. want right yep exactly so have you had any barriers in your career I mean obviously you've been in sales and in a couple of different roles in different industries have you com- been confronted with any gender-related roadblocks in your career, or any barriers that you've you've encountered? I'd like to say no, but in in reality, I think 
the answer is a hard yes. Okay. Um, I try not to acknowledge that. And I try to stay in my lane, if you will, and not let that affect me. But yeah, I think so. I just in not necessarily in my specific role that I'm in now, but just in like the disparity in pay and previous roles, things like that. And mm-hmm. I've always kind of justified, you know, they're men, they need to, they have a family to support. And I've caught myself like, what am I saying? I have a family to support. I need to support. It's yes, absolutely. And I've seen myself falling into the same thought process, but I think it's our responsibility to keep us in check, to keep our authoritative figures in check and we're equals. Mm-hmm. It's tough with the pay disparities, especially in certain industries. I know in hopefully Hatteras is not that way. You know, there's other, you know, other industries that it's really, really obvious, mm-hmm. but do you think there's a way that women can address that better? So that way, you know, we are getting paid for the work done and not necessarily because of our gender. I mean, I think it just boils down to having like the courage of your conviction, having the facts, standing up for yourself. I mean, there's only so much you can do. You can go in to your boss with the facts, have them have them laid out for them and hope that you get what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just staying strong, standing up for yourself, speaking up when it's necessary. So much easier said than done. <laughs> it is. It is talking about like standing up for yourself, you know, certain characteristics that you have, what do you see as the characteristics in women that, that women bring to the workforce? You know, is there certain things that just kind of, not that they sit better, but you know, women, maybe women do a little bit better and really lend themselves to certain roles. I think it's just like an extra level of care and concern. And maybe I'm crazy for saying that, but I, I do feel strongly about that. Somebody once said to me, women aren't allowed to be lazy. And it really, really like struck a chord with me just because like, I always feel like I do, I go above and beyond because I have to. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess it's just that uh, extra level of care and not to say that men don't also have that and apply it in their roles, but I can't lie. We, you need us. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on, we're we're fantastic multitaskers. We can, we're very good with detail. I mean, there's lots of things that women are just fantastic with. How much time do you have, Denise? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. How much time do you need? (laughs) (laughs) Too much, too much. You know, I mean, I just like, I'll repeat it. I know I said it, but I am a girl's girl. I think we bring so much to the table and I'm always I like to think that I'm always lifting up the other women around me because sometimes we're not doing it for ourselves. So got to build each other up. Mm-hmm. And that leads to the question, you know, how can women support other women within their own organization? I mean, you've already mentioned some stuff, but yeah. are, are, there, are there other ways that we really can show our support and really offer support to women? I think recognizing that there are external factors that affect us daily. I mean, I'm not, I, sometimes I'm not in the best mood because I'm dealing with something outside of work, which I'm fully on board. Check it out the door. It's a work day. It's work hours. But I think it's extremely important to just understand, like, not everybody's life is perfect. They're not going home to a perfect situation. So just 
be, being kind, being a little more understanding of each other and not let, like you said, letting things roll off our back maybe a little bit more than we would like to, because again, we have to work together. Mm-hmm. We have to support one another, lean on each other, not throw one another under the bus. <laughs> I mean, that sounds silly to even say, but. Yeah, we don't want to do that and then roll over back and forth and up and down a couple times. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, there's no place for that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, just being understanding of situations. Agreed. To be honest with you, but. So how important is it for you as a woman who is starting their career mm-hmm. to have women in leadership roles? Oh, extremely. Why? I mean, you need representation. And that's not to say that there aren't men that can be inclusive of of their female team members, but I just think it lends itself to a more inclusive atmosphere. Again, women bring things to the table that maybe men don't and vice versa. I would never deny that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important for it to be a collaborative leadership effort. That's true. And I go, and for you, I think it's probably also important because that way, you can see your path. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a very good way to look at it too. I mean, there's got to be something to strive for a vision of what it could look like Mm -hmm. for a woman in print. So yeah, that's a really good point. So how do you develop your leadership skills? Are there things that you're doing now that are, are helping you as you're growing in your career? Yeah, right. I feel like right now I'm more so a sponge because there's just so much I still need to learn. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that the next round of account executives that come in who have no idea, as I did when I first started, that I'm not going to be able to feel like a leader in some, and, you know, I'll know 10 times what they do, which mm-hmm. that'll help me. That'll honestly help boost my confidence a lot. It sounds silly to say, but it's true. I mean, to be honest, I'm, I think I'm a natural born leader and I, I love to see other people be successful as well. So if there's anything I can do to help bring them up with me, I will. And I mean, if I, Bill and Morgan, I I'll refer to them the whole call, but Bill and Morgan are amazing leaders. So I just, I have very good role models to look up to in that sense. So be a sponge for as long as you can. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not learning what, what are you doing? Not much, unfortunately. Exactly. No, yeah. I'm not interested in being a bump on a log. I'll be that sponge. So, you know, as we're wrapping up, looking at the print industry as a whole, which tends to be a little bit male dominated, I would say. It, there's a lot of men. It's just how it's always been. It's changing. It's changing a lot. Um, I know within Hatteras, there's a ton of women that work, that you work with, uh, that are within the ranks. How do you think the industry as a whole can get more women to be interested in print? Because obviously you weren't thinking about print as a possible career option. It's really true. I, to be honest, I didn't I didn't even know that a company like Hatteras existed. It sounds so silly to say, and it, but it's just the truth of the matter. And I mean, there's so much creativity to it. I think if people realize how much of a collaborative process it is where, yeah, I'm in sales, but I'm sometimes I'm a designer and sometimes I'm a prototype engineer 
it's just there's so many different aspects to it. It's so much fun. I think just getting more people to the shop, getting them immersed in what really goes behind a folding carton. I mean, you know, it's a flat sheet, but then it's on the folder glue and this is the finished product. It's exciting. It's really cool. Just, I guess, more exposure to Mm -hmm. young women of the world who don't necessarily know that this exists, this kind of position exists. They might have a creative nap. They might also have a sales edge and they can merge the two and end up in print. Mm -hmm. What do you wish people knew about printing? It's fun. It sounds so corny. And I think some people think I'm a saleswoman, right? Sometimes people think I'm selling what I do to them, but it's, uh, it's not my intention. It really is fun. I mean, you start off with a white prototype and, you know, you're imagining what the end result could look like. It goes through the press. It goes through the finishing. It gets to the handwork team. They're assembling the box and you have this beautiful end result it's it's kind of a thrill it is I mean there's a certain pride that goes with it because you had a part of it um you know you can now if you had that prototype and it goes to full production you could then walk in a store and you know I helped create yeah yeah no it it is it's it's riveting and I mean again sometimes we're doing direct mail postcards trim to size it's basic but again you have that tangible product at the end of it it's really cool So I'm guessing you pay more attention to printed products now. Oh, yes. (laughs) In a grocery store, I'm picking up the packaging, like, look at this finish. Look at this soft touch finish. My mom's like, okay, freak. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Pat, pat, pat on your back and kind of keep going. You've joined a unique club. Welcome. Enjoy it. (laughs) Yes, we got to stick together as print nerds, right? Exactly. I do that all the time. You know, I've been in the wide format industry. I've been in the print industry for 25 years. So it doesn't get better. I will warn you, you will continue to look at things and critique them. So don't worry about that. That is completely normal. But it's also part of the fun. It really is. In in a weird, twisted way, it's a lot of fun. Stressful, but fun. So as a final question, what would what advice would you give to young women who are thinking about entering the printing industry? Do it. Give it a shot. Give it your all. Be a sponge. Soak up as much as you can, but do it because it's it's very rewarding. I love it. I can tell just from, you know, how you're explaining everything and how you're describing everything. You love what you do and it's really really obvious. So Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. And I want to wish you the best of everything as you move forward in your career at Harris. Thank you, Denise. Thanks so much. It was so nice chatting with you. Okay. Thanks, Savannah.